Hello everyone, I am Jacob Ejike and you are listening to the IMJ Podcast. Stay tuned. I will go to my world. Revelation 14, 6. Then I saw another angel flying directly overhead with an eternal gospel to proclaim to those who dwell on earth to every nation and tribe and language and people. Now this morning we have an interesting passage we are reading. If you have time, take your Bible and read Revelation 14, 6 to 12. And if you can, read it in the larger context of the entire chapter of Revelation 14, or even read the entire book, and you will appreciate that there is a battle but the battle between good and evil is won at the end by God and justice is restored now the greatest problem of this world is injustice from the very beginning we see injustice displayed from Genesis the innocent is killed the wicked is exercising power now we have kingdoms rising to oppress other people to oppress the people of God and we see that this has been over the years but the good news is that every kingdom that rose as an oppressing power fell now you can name them of course we know very well at least the kingdom of the Assyrians who were very oppressive, they fell. We know the kingdom of Babylon, an oppressing force, that fell. Then the Greek came with Alexander the Great conquering the world, they fell. The Roman Empire rose as a tyrant, ruling with an iron fist, oppressing, molesting the people of God. Over the centuries, they also fell. And the assurance today is all these powers that oppress, all these systems that the devil has put to oppress and control the world into doing evil, all those forces have already fallen. Babylon has fallen. The anti-God system has fallen. This morning we can learn three important lessons from this very account today. When you read Revelation 14, 6 to 12, you can, re- you can learn three important lessons. Number one, God is the creator. Therefore, he must be acknowledged, he must be loved, and it must be recognized that there is a special gift of grace he gives even in the time of judgment. Now the reality of judgment is emphasized. Now why should there be judgment? Of course, a judgment, or let me say, a justice system rendering judgment is rendering judgment for justice sake. Now why do we go to court to seek justice? Because the law needs to be fully applied. 
justice need to be done. Now the world forgets that God is now investigating, probably looking for evidence. Now we'll talk about investigation is very, very deep because if what we refer to an investigative judgment, now investigation is looking for facts in order to what to establish justice. Now, probably we take it very lightly, but let me tell you something. God is looking into the injustice of this world. Today, when you go over the internet, you can see hashtags like Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, No to Racism, No to Injustice. All these hashtags, God is taking them into consideration because God himself hates injustice. And that is why we need to proclaim to the world that there is a God who is judging, that there is a God who is taking the world into accountability. Therefore, we need to behave, we need to act so that we can portray justice in this world. And the church of God on earth is supposed to call the world to order, to call the world back to practice justice. When you look at the book of Amos, for instance, you will appreciate what the work of a prophet was in the ancient time. The work of a prophet was basically calling the world to forsake injustice and to practice justice to the least people in society. But today, injustice has become a daily food, even to Christians. May the Lord help us to realize the danger. Number two, this passage is telling us that this world, with all its anti-God systems, is corrupted. Now it's corrupted. There's no way about it. Now there is clearly in the world two camps. There is those who stand for the kingdom of God and those who stand for the kingdom of the world. But the truth is that the kingdom of this world have already fallen. They have already fallen. They are unreliable. They will not stand because the Bible is clear that when the stone will hit the feet of the statue, according to Daniel chapter 2, the kingdom of God will be established forever. So therefore, what do we put ourselves against God in support of those systems. It is high time that we begin to see clearly the systems that are not working for the, for the kingdom's sake and withdraw from such, from such systems and put ourselves among those who are kingdom focused, kingdom oriented. Those who focus on Jesus Christ, those who believe that Jesus Christ is the savior and are working toward the kingdom of God. Number three, and that is the greatest news, Satan, the, originate, the, the originator of evil, of death, of misery, of selfishness, of pain and sin, Satan will be destroyed. And all those who follow him, all those who have worked as his agents will also be destroyed. But the sad part is many people will be destroyed with him. Therefore, God today is calling us. He's calling us earnestly 
to not be part of those who will be destroyed with Satan. Satan is a defeated foe, a condemned entity. He knows he's going to perish, but he wants to perish with innocent souls. Those souls are no longer innocent because they have accepted his evil, his deceptions. But this morning, I call upon you today to resist the devil, to resist his systems, to resist his, his oppression, and to stand for justice. That is Jesus Christ and the kingdom of God established in our lives. This morning, will you proclaim to the world this everlasting gospel? Will you also stand as a prophet of this generation and say enough is enough? We need to return to God. Are we going to stand as men of God of old, prophets and prophetess, who had no fear to prophesy from the word that they received from God. Now we have a greater word of prophecy written in the scripture. This is what the world needs. This is what society needs. This is what our Christian communities need. We need to proclaim the everlasting gospel. This morning, may the Lord help us to do so. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the message. We pray, O oh God, that you give us the ability to reach out to this lost world with the love of God, the message of repentance, salvation, and also the warning of the imminent judgment, the judgment that is ongoing. Father, we pray that you help us to shine as your representative in this world, that we may stand up that we may live and speak, also care, bless love, embrace, Father in heaven, people who are around us. I pray that Lord, you help us to be changes, to be agents of change, and also to be people who will restore the image of God. I pray that our gospel can be a blessing to this generation. And Father, we pray that even as we know, we will face opposition because the forces of evil, the anti-government, the anti-God government ruling this world will try to stop us. But Father, we pray that you give us the courage to be bold and preach even though the heaven fall. Father, we thank you this morning because your grace is sufficient for us because we have prayed in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.